Hi everyone and welcome to Human Design 101. I'm Paula Fehrmann, your host, qualified life trust coach and human design fanatic. I guide my clients to become their own experts by understanding and more importantly living their design. When I first came to human design, I was so overwhelmed by the triangles, squares, arrows and numbers in the chart that I didn't touch it for more than a year. However, my human design experiment has been the most important transformation in my life, which is why I want to show you how you can use your design as a simple tool to heal, transform, integrate, grow and ultimately become your own expert. No more looking for the experts outside of you. Keep listening and learning here on the podcast, reach out for private coaching or book a chart reading with me. Let's talk Human Design 101. Hi everybody and welcome back to Human Design 101. Today's episode is all about the transits. We are going to answer the questions of how to work with the transits, how do the planets, astrology and human design even fit together and we are going to look at the chart and look at whether it changes or stays the same since you were born till now because this is a question a question that I often get and we're going to answer it right at the end of the episode so make sure you stay tuned till then. As usual we'll, we'll dive right in. So We'll start with looking at how human design and astrology fit together and where the astrology part is coming from. If you've listened to the first episode of this podcast, you will know that human design is a system that is comprised of multiple different systems amongst the chakra system, the Kabbalah tree of life and the Chinese I Ching. We've also got Western astrology and we find the astrology part in human design, if we just look at the basic details of the chart in the columns that are left and right besides the chart, you will see loads of different signs that stand for each and every single planet that we have used in our solar system or that we find in our solar system that the major players the ones that you probably know from astrology as well. So we'd have the sun, the earth, we have Mercury, Venus, and so on. And all these planets, they have a different theme that they add to the gate that they stand in. Now, this probably also sa already sounds a little bit like, wait, what planets gates? So let's take a step back and untangle what this actually means. So remember the gates, we have got 64 gates in our human design system that are scattered over the chart. In each center there's a bunch of different gates with a bunch of different themes and depending on where the planets were at the time of your birth and 88 days before the time of your birth, we will have the planets in different gates. So essentially, the planets are always transiting through the gates and at the time of your birth and at this specific date just before your birth, a snapshot of the sky was taken and this is what has created your chart. This is what has given you the energetic imprint and blueprint and potential that is you. 
And you might ask yourself, wait, how do the planets impact who I am? How do the planets know, for example, whether I will be a productive person or not? How do the planets know whether I will be able to initiate or not? And the theory in human design, and this is like like science, this is not made up, is based on neutrinos. And those are tiny, 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 tiny little particles that are essentially like a subatoma, so like an electron, but smaller than that and also without any electric, electric charge that travel near light speed. So at the time of your birth, those neutrinos coming from the planets and where they were in the sky were traveling with infinite speed to you imprinting you and giving you the flavor, the energetic imprint of where the planets were at this time that you were born. So let's make this really palpable. So let's assume the sun was in gate 37, the earth was in gate 40. So the sun is in this gate that is all about community, that is all about holding the tribe together, wanting that everybody's equal, that everybody gets along. It's in this energy of the bargain and contracts that hold the tribe alive. And the earth is in the gate of aloneness. The earth is in this, this energy of, yeah, I want to I be with everybody. I want to make sure that everybody has taken care of, but I also need time to retreat. And when I retreat, that's actually when I gain this power then to go back into the tribe and and serve. So let's assume Sun and Earth were in these two gates and this would have given you the imprint on your personality side because it's the time of your birth. If it was 88 days before the time of your birth, it would have imprinted the body side, the left side, the unconscious side, but we're on the personality side, the right side, the conscious side. So I'm just speaking about those two columns that are on each side of your chart. So Sun and Earth in those two would have given you the energy and because Sun and Earth are big influences, the energy to retreat as the grounding force, that's something that brings you into balance, that's the energy of the Earth, get 40, and then the energy of being in the group, taking care of the tribe, creating community, this would have been a large part of your personality and your soul's purpose, your soul's archetype in this lifetime, so to say. And this, I trust that this makes it very clear that you have each and every single planet bringing a theme and the gate together and creating your unique personality. So for example, let's stick with the example of uh, the gate of aloneness, gate 40, if that was in your Mercury instead of your Earth, this would be something that you subconsciously or consciously, depending on which side it is, in the unconscious or conscious side, that you will want to speak about in this lifetime that is important for you. So maybe you would be a person, a coach on Instagram who speaks about how important it is to take time for oneself. Or maybe you would be a mum who has made it her 
life task or choice to make sure that mums take enough time for themselves so that they can set a beautiful example for their children. And yeah, so we've got all the different planets and all the different themes that build this snapshot that is you at the beginning of your life. This is your energetic blueprint. This is your potential. This is the subatom the star seeds essentially, the star sprinkles from the planets that impacted who you came into this life as and what your potential is. That is basic astrology part. Now, how do the transits fit into that? Exactly as the planets were moving around the time of your birth, they obviously keep moving all day, every day. Some move really fast, like the moon. Others move rather slow, like, for example, Pluto or Neptune. Those outer moving planets are less fast. They're less personal than the planets that are closer to the Earth that impact us more like Venus or Mercury. They also tend to move a little bit faster. So we've got those planets moving all the time. And of course, you could look at all the planets moving all the time and how that impacts you. But that is rather complicated if you first start learning about your design and even first start looking at the transits. So a beautiful way to feel into the energy of the week or the month is to look at what the sun is doing. Sun and Earth moving fast, but not super fast. They spend about five days to six days in a gate. So that gives us five to six days of a certain influence into our lives. And the super cool thing is that depending on whether the sun is, for example, if you had, like we just spoke about, gate 3740 as your sun earth and the sun is in gate 3740, then you probably won't feel a lot of any different because this is just an energy that you're used to and it might feel a little amplified. But if this is an energy that no one in your life has, so you're not used to being an aura with somebody who has it and you don't have it yourself, when the sun is in gate 3740, you will feel it. You might feel this unusual need to retreat. You might feel this deep desire for community maybe even a worry of people getting along or not, or this heartfelt need of creating commitment and bonds and bargains within your tribe, within your family, friendships and community. I trust that makes sense. So you might be hooked now. You might be like, okay, this sounds really cool. And it's kind of a new thing besides astrology. It's kind of another thing to look at how I could be influenced or guided what I could feel like during the week. And you might ask, so how can I start working with the transits? And there are kind of a couple ways that you can work with it. You could just Google and research your way through what the sun is doing, look up the mandala and look. So the mandala is the chart in a mandala way and you can see how the sun is transiting through it. And that is rather complicated. Or you can head to my Instagram where I'm sharing three to five minute video each week that gives you an outline of what the sun is doing, what the energetic theme is of the week 
and a bunch of questions that help you embody the light expression rather than the shadow expression. Because every gate has, as we speak in human design or as your whole chart, it has potential. And it's up to you whether you embody this potential for light, for higher consciousness, or whether you get stuck in the shadow expression. And usually when we first start learning about human design, we realize, whoops, I'm in the shadow all the time. And that's totally fine. And again, human design helps us to foster this awareness. Suddenly we realize that this is not just a shitty thing that everybody does. We realize, oh no, this is something that I'm doing specifically. And this is an opportunity where I can grow and evolve. To make that even more clear, I'll give you an example and we'll stay again with gate 40 because we've spoken about it. It's a gate of aloneness and it's sh in its shadow, it's just exhausted. In its shadow, we're finding us in a state where we constantly give and do and do and care and we are exhausted because we're not listening for to our need for being alone and that can express in certain ways where we move a lot, can express in ways in which we totally withdraw from life and don't really want to do anything anymore or it can move into the light expression which is called resolve it's this like embodiment of not needing to do anything it's this really juicy and yummy state in which we are so happy with being alone and so content in this state that we find how beautiful it is to do nothing without frantically needing to embody the next thing, to do the next thing, to pick up the next task. So you might ask now, okay, I've understood the concepts of how my chart kind of looks the way it looks, why certain activations are there, and I've got a rough overview about what they mean. And you also understood that if you want to work with the transits, you can watch those little videos on my Instagram and journal on the questions I give you there. You can do it at the beginning of your week or you can do it after the week has passed, either to plan your week out and figure out how to embody the gift rather than the shadow and create more abundance and beauty and draw the things into your life that you want, right? Because we're doing that when we're in the higher expressions rather than the lower expressions. So if you're constantly struggling with problems, if you're finding that you're creating what you don't want instead of your, what you do want, you might want to look at those themes and work on stepping into the higher expression. Or you might want to learn about the themes and how you express them without spoiling how you do it and or predicting or feeling like you're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. And if that's you, I recommend doing it at the end of the week and just looking at it in retrospect and figure out how you expressed this energy. And so the last question I want to speak about is one that I hear so often when people look at their charts and they ask, well, does this thing stay the same? Like, is this, is this me and can it change? And the answer is kind of like a yes and a no. 
Like generally, this is always going to be your chart and it does not change because it's been imprinted at those two times that I've spoke about. This is your energetic blueprint and potential. However, when we speak about the transits or another person, you can just imagine, if we speak about the transits, imagine a baby was born right now, we would have a chart for right now that we could lay on top of yours and those together would be the energy that you're in right now because that's where the planets in the sky are right now and depending on where they are you might feel activations that are foreign to you that feel new to you that feel exciting to you like for example this morning the 3955 was on which is a channel that is all about being in the mood or not it is influencing the emotional wave so if you're like me what we call a non-emotional so that just simply means that your solar plexus a little triangle on the right is white instead of colored in that would give you an access to an emotional wave that you don't usually have and this wave functions in a way that is in the mood or not when in the mood you will feel passionate and excited and creative and free and when not in the mood it goes down spikes into the other direction of melancholy and feeling like you just want to be alone and not with people so for me I felt this one quite strongly because I don't usually have access to any of this, those two gates, nor the channel that they are building, nor the emotional solar plexus. So I felt this one quite strongly. And did that change my chart? No, but it impacted how I felt in the moment because it's an activation that is coming through like any activations in astrology really. So the one that we all know is when Mercury goes retrograde, everybody's speaking about, we know that it's impacting our communication and general astrology, that's what's been spoken about. The same Mercury is the same planet would also go retrograde in our human design chart, moving through different gates and activate certain gates that maybe you don't know and then you feel it stronger or it activates gates that are native to your chart to your birth chart it's energies that you do know very well and then you're like what is everybody going on about I don't really feel this one because it's impacting something that you already know so everybody that's it for today if you enjoyed this episode leave me a five-star review this takes two seconds and helps us spread the knowledge to everybody who needs to know it you can also dm me with your main takeaways or with any questions that you have had i love engaging with people in the dms and as a projector i need to be invited i can't just jump in so i'm really looking forward to hearing from you thank you until next week and bye bye Thank you so much for being here today and listening along to Human Design 101 with me, your host, Paula Fehrmann. I trust that you received exactly what you needed from today's episode and I love how the universe matched us today. If you enjoy listening and learning with me, please leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast so that more people can unlock their true selves and ultimately become who they were meant to be using human design. 
Until next time, lots of love and bye bye.